Paraktas Mishnah Beis. Goes al behema v'his kina. One steals an animal and it becomes old. Where does it become old? Bishuso shel hagazlan. So in the gazlan's domain, it becomes old. He stole it when it was two years old, and now it's five years old. Or the ga- the ga- the gazlan steals avadim v'his kina. He steals servants and evet, and they become old in his domain. So now it goes down in value. Misham When it comes to time to pay for the theft that he stole, he pays the value of what it was at the time that it was stolen. Why? Because since he acquires it with a shinoi, they changed. When there's a change, the gazan acquires it. He only pays the value of what it was when he actually stole it. Rebeir Omer says, Ba'avadim, by servants. If one steals the servants and they become old, Omerlo, the gazan tells it, the nigzal. The thief tells the one he stole from, Behold, that which is here is before you. Meaning he returns the servants as they are. Why? Because servants have the same status of karka, of land. So Medes Tamid that always stands in the shus of the owner. You can't steal land. It's always there by the owner. So since the servants are like land, when the servants became old, they became old in the shus, in the domain of their original owner. Therefore, the Gazan can just say, Here's you know just take take what it is take it take it take it as it is and you can't um, you know make me pay like it was at the time of the gazela which then was worth more because it was younger then. Another case: one steals a coin and becomes cracked. It cannot be used at all, even in pressing times. No one's accepting this currency. Why this coin? Because they get cracked. This is a change which is recognizable. Or Peros Vahir Kivu. The Gazan stole fruit and they became rotten. They all became rotten. Or Yayin Vahikmat, he stole wine, it turned to vinegar. Misham Kshasakzel, in all these scenarios, since there was a change, and the change happened in the guf, in the actual entity of what he stole, it's a recognizable change to Shinanikar, and the Gazan acquires it. Therefore, he's high to pay the value of what it was at the time of the Gazela. However, if he stole a Matbeya coin, even Nifsa became invalid in this city. However, it could be used in another city. Or Truma Vinitmes. He sold Truma. And then it touched something which is Tame, so it became Tame. So now a coin cannot eat it. It's got to be burnt. Or Chametz. He stole Chametz. And he had it in his possession over Pesach. So now it's forbidden. Chametz that was in your domain when Pesach arrived. When Pesach is over, that Chametz is forbidden. It's also Bahana. Or he stole a behemoth, he stole an animal, he didn't have air with it. Either he was nirva it, or he worshipped it as a, it as a vodazara, so it's puzzled to be brought as a carbon. Or became puzzled to be brought on the mezbeach as a carbon. For example, I got a mum, a blemish, which is not nigga, it's not recognizable, but it's a blemish nonetheless. Or it killed a person, now it's high of beast, you got to stone the animal. In all these scenarios, Omelo the Goslin can tell the Nigzal, just take it as is. And he returns the gazela as it is. He doesn't pay any difference. Why? The image, the tsura, did not change through the damage. It's damage which is not recognizable. We cannot obligate the gazelle to pay for it. He stole fruit and it became a little bit rotten. So since that's the derech, fruit becomes a little rotten, it's a hezek, it's damaged, she'enonik, it's not recognizable, and the gazan would be exempt from paying that extra difference. Aval goes on, steals a coin, and it becomes invalid entirely from, from the kingdom. It's, you know, it, it can't be used at all. So that's a hezek nikr, it's a recognizable damage. 
Yeah, the image of this coin, Eniyotes cloth, not going out at all. The Chalmei all the cities of the king, they don't use it anymore. Venitbat Surachares, when coming out, there's a new coin that they're using. So that, that you'd pay like the value of it at the time of the Gezela. Because that will deem a Hezitnik or recognizable damage. Mishnah Gimel. Nasan Leumanim Latakin. One gave, excuse me, one gave a clear utensil to a craftsman to fix. The Kilkul, he broke it. The, the craftsman is obligated to pay for the value of the cleat. Not from the Chavash, one gives to a carpenter. Shida, a wooden box. Teva, a chest. Umigdal, or, or a closet. Latakin, to fix them. The Kilkel, he broke them. Chayav Lashalim, he's obligated to pay. And the Mishnah is talking about a case over here. Shebein Shnasan Leuman, whether you gave the craftsman a cleat, Latakin, to fix it, and he ruined it. Ubein Shnasan Leuman, whether you gave him this plain wood to make a cleat. And then after he made the kli, he ruined it. You know, he broke it. So the olam uman, the craftsman is always obligated to pay the value of a kli, not just the value of the wood alone that he initially received. That was a scenario. She'ein uman kona kli. A craftsman does not acquire the item with the improvement of the kli. Al any improvement that he puts into the kli, bishus ba'alamut in the domain of its owner. Therefore, when he breaks it, he's obligated to pay the owner at the time of the breaking at its value of the cleat. And the Gemara explains that the Seifa, Osekas is talking about a case where one gave a cleat to be fixed. And it's coming to Balgalas Alarisha, it's coming to tell you that by the Reisha, we're talking about a case even if he just gave wood to make it into a cleat, in either event, the craftsman pays for the value of a cleat. Because again, when he makes that improvement, the improvement is still in the owner's domain. The craftsman does not acquire it. In the previous mission, the Gazan acquires it when there's a change. But that's because he stole, he stole it. Here the craftsman's not stealing it, he's just doing his job. Therefore, any improvement happens in the original owner's domain, when he breaks it, he has to pay the value at the time that he broke it. A contractor that accepted a job to break down a wall. And then he broke the stone, so Shehizik. Or when he was uh, breaking down the wall, he caused some other damage. Chayel Shalim is obligated to pay. Why? He accepts Minastam in general. Shalol Shabbos I'm taking down the wall, but I'm not going to break the stones, and I should be careful I should not cause any other damage. So if he does, he's going to have to pay. But if he's breaking the wall from one side, and then something fell from the other side, there he's exempt. Because there is an, it's an onus, it's an unavoidable mishap, it's not his fault. But if from the strength of the mark of striking the wall, uh, that's, that's what caused the stones to fall on the other side, Chayv, you'd be obligated to pay. You should have thought better. When he strikes it, he's going to knock off something on the other side. And therefore, that'll be like throwing an arrow and he, and he causes damage. And in that case, it would be Chayv to pay.